Inside Chicago Government. ShyGov.com. Welcome to another in a series of interviews about and sounds of Chicago government. I'm Dave Gloetz. In this episode, I talked about ideas for the city of Chicago's 2021 budget. I had that conversation with Paul Vallis, who served as the city's budget director from 1991 to 1992 and served as superintendent of Chicago Public Schools from 1995 to 2001. He also ran for election to the Chicago mayor's office in 2018. Mr. Vallis and I talked about his alternatives to the proposal by Mayor Lori Lightfoot for increasing city revenue by raising property taxes. That's in the standard version you're about to hear, in the premium version of the episode, which you can get by subscribing at shygov.com, you can hear my entire conversation with Mr. Vallis. In that conversation, Mr. Vallis talked about how to cut staff costs and turn around the city's indebted pension system. Also in the premium episode, we dug into tax increment financing, or TIF. Mr. Vallis gave me his take on the size of TIF surpluses and told me some unique things the city can do with that money. Additionally, in the premium episode, I asked Mr. Vallis to give me his elevator pitch for PILOT, which stands for Payment in Lieu of Taxes, whereby large nonprofit entities that don't pay property taxes would be persuaded to do that voluntarily. Finally, in the premium episode, I asked Mr. Vallis how he'd react if the Lightfoot administration made him a job offer. Here's the standard episode. Currently, the mayor, Lori Lightfoot, and Chicago aldermen are debating the Lightfoot administration's proposed 2021 City of Chicago budget. Now, you're coming out with something formal, is that correct? Yes. I'm going to make a number of recommendations that the aldermen should consider for purposes of this year's budget. Let's move to a proposal from the Lightfoot administration. The proposal is around property taxes, and the proposal is to annually increase property taxes linked with the Consumer Price Index with a cap of the state property tax extension limit, which is currently at 5%. Now, I noticed that in your 2018 mayoral campaign, it seems to me you had proposed something similar, but maybe the wording is a little different. Yeah, let me explain what she's doing, and let me explain what I recommended. What she's saying is we want to automatically increase property taxes automatically, not have to go to city council every year to do it. We're going to pass an ordinance, and they will increase forever at the rate of inflation. Now, let me tell you the problem with her legislation. One is the fact that it's automatic, so you wouldn't have to go back to the city council, and I think that's irresponsible. Number two, you can't go to the city council to go beyond the cap. The ordinance just allows for the automatic increase without going to city council. That doesn't preclude the city from going in and asking for more. Got it. Now, what I said when I ran for mayor is I laid out a financial plan, how I would close the budget deficit. Of course, this is pre-COVID, so I want to be fair to the administration. What I would do is I would budget based on an assumption that I would never increase taxes, property taxes in any given year by 3% or the rate of inflation, whichever is less. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I also would have done something else. I would have imposed a cap on individual taxes, not an aggregate cap. So I would basically said on unimproved property, your property taxes would never grow by more than 3% of the rate of inflation, whichever is less. 
So even though she may say, I'm only increasing property taxes $94 million, if you have property that's declining in value or or whatever, you don't get the same increase that somebody who has property that's been reassessed and your assessment has gone up 20 30%. Well, given that the assessment is done at the county level, how would you implement that? What you would do is you would simply apply the tax to someone's property tax bill. So their assessment goes up, the rate is applied, but they will never pay more than 3%. So you would have to work out some intergovernmental agreement with the county such that they limit the amount of increase that is imposed? You could do it a variety of ways. You know, the city could provide a tax credit. They could implement the cap, and then people could file for a tax refund. Or for that matter, you could actually get with the assessor's office and design something that could be applied to the property tax code. In fact, in the past, the city has done credits that people could apply for. Yeah, of course. And other states have done it, too. Trust me, this is not rocket science. Look, the state has a residential property tax credit on your income tax bill. You know, so it's not complicated to do. Got it. The point that I'm trying to make, though, is to simply say that we're going to index property taxes to inflation forever so that you can go every year without city council approval and it's going to be an automatic increase. I just don't think it's Yeah, I get it. It doesn't work for you. Paul Vellis, thank you very much for talking with me today. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. That's all we've got for the standard episode. If you'd like to hear the full-length premium version of the episode and my entire conversation with Paul Vellis, please subscribe at shygov.com. Or if you're already a subscriber, log in at shygov.com and search for Vallas. That's V-A-L-L-A-S. As always, we welcome your questions and comments and your suggestions for future interviews. You can get those to us via email, contact at shygov.com, that's C-H-I-G-O-V dot com. On Facebook, get to us at facebook.com slash insidegov, that's inside G-O-V. I'm Dave Glowatz. Thanks for listening.